For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero, and my wonderful co-host Dana Lake will be returning next week. Make sure to tune in every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. We're here always bringing you special guests, the latest and greatest information and research related to health and wellness. And today is absolutely no exception. I am super fired up about today's show because today we're talking about an issue that I see over and over and over and over again in my clinical practice every single day that is really very not well known in the regular community, not even talked about that much in the holistic community. And it's a simple, easy concept, idea and fix. And now we have a special guest on the phone who's going to be talking to us about some recent research that sort of corroborates everything that I see in my clinical practice. So it is a huge home run of a show today, and we're going to cover a lot of great information and talk about some amazing solutions and give you tools to better understand what's going on with your body and how to fix it by the time the show is over. So you got to stay tuned. Our special guest for today we've had on many, many times. She's one of my faves. Dr. Aaron Stokes is a naturopathic doctor and is the medical director at Megafood and a registered naturopathic doctor in the state of Colorado. Her role as medical director, Aaron has the opportunity to educate on health and wellness topics via webinars, radio shows, articles, blogs. She received her naturopathic degree from Bastyr University in 2001 and shortly afterwards began to pursue her passion for educating others by teaching Western pathology and psychology of healing at Southwest Acupuncture College. Erin combines her experience as a naturopathic doctor with an extensive background in the natural products industry. Her personal mission is to empower people with the inspiration and tools to change their lives. Dr. Stokes practices naturopathic medicine and lives with her family in the beautiful, beautiful, sunny Boulder, Colorado. And today we are talking about iron deficiency and a few very specific topics. First of all, Dr. Stokes, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us today. Thank you, Dr. Facero. Kevin, I'm so happy to be here today and get to talk about this important topic. Yes. Yeah, so we're talking about iron deficiency a little bit. Now, on the surface, it is like we start talking about iron deficiency. Most people may as well put the eye mask on and start taking a snooze. I mean, it's not the sexiest, most exciting, <laughs> holistic health topic. We're not, you know, jazzing up leaky gut and, you know, hypothyroidism and, you know, uh, bitter melon extract for weight loss. I mean, you know, where this isn't like, you know, Dr. Oz sensationalized head of the news story, but it is a common issue. And what I want to start the show off talking about Aaron, is um, not just iron deficiency. I want to talk about this little known component of iron, and this is going to relate to this really amazing research that just came out that Megafood was part of that actually happened right here in our backyards for local listeners at the University of Maryland Medical Center. Um, this little known nutrient in our body called ferritin. So, yes. Aaron, tell us a little bit about what ferritin is and you know how it relates to the conversation around iron. I would love to. Thank you, Kevin. 
So ferritin is a very important marker of iron status in our body. It actually really looks at our iron storage levels. And the interesting thing about this is that ferritin may be something that many listeners have not even heard of before, even if they've been in to see their doctor for testing around iron deficiency. So often when we're looking at iron deficiency, many people will be familiar with having a routine that's called a CBC or a complete blood count that will also look at your red blood cells and talk a little bit more about iron and its role with red blood cells. But though you may have heard of hemoglobin and hematocrit, but often ferritin, which is really, again, a key for looking at iron status in the body, is not being measured routinely. No, hardly ever. Ferritin is usually only measured if they find some sort of frank iron deficiency anemia, which, as you talked about, is usually only discovered from a standard, what's called complete blood count, looking at the indices of a red blood cell, right? And we know that iron serves this really important role. This little Fe iron molecule sits in the middle of this ring-like structure called hemoglobin. And without that iron in there, the hemoglobin can't function. And hemoglobin, for people who don't you know, remember basic biology, is the component of our red blood cells that carries oxygen. And Oxygen carrying is the primary role of our red blood cells. So our red blood cells are packed, packed with this stuff called hemoglobin so that it can carry oxygen. And you need that iron molecule situated right in the middle of that ring-like structure for hemoglobin to be able to carry oxygen. And so all of the focus when it comes to evaluating for iron status typically revolves around monitoring the hemoglobin and hematocrit levels, and nobody looks at ferritin. So, Dr. Stokes, explain to us a little bit about the difference between, like, what is ferritin? We know it's related to iron. We have, like, what is sometimes measured in the blood, oftentimes, like, a more detailed evaluation may be free iron, where they actually measure the levels of iron. But what is ferritin? Well, serum ferritin, it's a blood cell protein that contains iron. And, again, it's a good indicator of basically our iron storage or our capacity to, you know, have iron ready to utilize. If our blood ferritin is lower than normal, it really indicates that the body's iron stores are low and then therefore indicates iron deficiency. Mm -hmm. So if you look at what we call iron deficient non-anemia, and it's really important because we're focusing today on iron deficiency. A lot of times, you know, Kevin, we, we both know that People will use the terms anemia and iron deficiency interchangeably. They'll kind of use them together. Somebody say, oh, I think I might be anemic. And really, they may be trying to indicate, I think I might be iron deficient. And as you mentioned, the bottom line about iron's role is that it's crucial in the transport of oxygen mm -hmm. via hemoglobin. Right. And so I like to frame that up because that actually makes the conversation a lot more interesting because... We know that fatigue is one of the number one complaints that people come in and discuss. And it's our job as healthcare practitioners to get to the underlying cause of that fatigue. Now, it could be iron deficiency. It certainly could be something else. It could be hypothyroidism. There's many reasons. But if somebody out there is experiencing fatigue and wanting to get to the underlying cause, iron is definitely something that we need to look at. And what you and I talked about prior to the show is sometimes the, the standard kind of red blood cell 
hemoglobin, those markers may be normal, but if ferritin's not being checked, we may be missing a very important nutrient deficiency that is affecting quality of life and still remains the most common nutrient deficiency in the world. Iron is still an issue. Um, we see high levels among children. It's really important for that children are being tested and the study we're talking about today was not done with children and the subsequent solution we're talking about today is not um, a, ch- a product for children, but it's really important that, you know, to be responsible and remember children can be at risk for iron deficiency. And certainly we want to look at menstruating women. We want to not forget women who are in the perimenopausal time of their life. They often get overlooked and sometimes are experiencing their heaviest periods or heaviest cycles of their lives. You know, women can lose 15 to 20 to, you know, it really depends on a, on a woman, as you know, how much iron they may lose in their cycle. And so we want to make sure that we're looking at that issue. Um, we also want to look at people who are donating blood, um, regular blood donors. They may be low in iron. Of course, pregnant women, um, very, very important population. Vegetarians and vegans, um, just of the nature of their nutrition, they may be fine with iron status, but they deserve to, you know, be uh, looked at closely in terms of iron. So those are some of the at-risk populations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. Those are. It's a great overview of the people that should be thinking about it. I mean, and. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I screen just about every single patient for ferritin and iron levels because while we're talking about iron deficiency, there's a fairly common genetic variation related to iron storage that bends more towards hemochromatosis where people overstore iron and ferritin levels have also a role with uh, inflammation and infection. So you can learn a lot about a person's body and you don't want ferritin levels to be too high either. It's a relatively good screening tool for almost every single person that's walking in the door with a significant complex health concern that hasn't already been clearly identified and solved. Now, I want to talk back up and talk a little bit about ferritin for a minute because it has this important sort of understanding that it's somewhat ignored in a lot of ways. People don't really look at the physiological role of ferritin beyond what it is initially designed to do. What we know and what I would the questions I would ask is, well, well, why does the body even bother to store iron? I mean, honestly, we we have magnesium minerals, we have zinc, we have B vitamins, we have all these other vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that our body regularly needs and utilizes and is present in the blood, but every single one of them doesn't have this complex storage protein in order to kind of house the excess or or store amounts of, of a mineral or nutrient. But iron does. And the question we should be asking to understand and really frame this conversation is why has the body designed a storage protein specifically for iron? And it's really quite simple and quite elaborate and understandable. It's because, Aaron, what happens if you leave something that is iron outside all the time and you don't take care of it? What does it do? It rusts. It oxidizes and rusts. Exactly. It rusts. Iron is a very, very reactive metal. And it is highly oxidatively stressful on the body. 
And oxidation, as we know, causes, it's one of these things called free radicals. We know that oxidation can cause DNA damage and other problems. In addition, we know that bacteria and infections, bacterial infections, bacteria need high, high sources of iron. And ferritin is one way when we have an infection, your body upregulates ferritin because it pulls the iron out of the serum so the bacteria can't get it because bacteria are dependent upon iron for replication and our body stores it in this protein so that the bacteria can't have access to it. When the infection clears, ferritin levels drop and iron gets dispersed back into the serum. So it's this allowed... Isn't that so elegant? It I is. Love, I just love how intelligent our bodies naturally are. It is. And it's like, why is it designed it? Well, we know we need iron to carry oxygen and without oxygen, we're dead. But if too much of it damages our DNA, so our body developed this elaborate storage protein and this process to be able to effectively make sure we have enough iron without damaging our DNA and our cells as a result. Now, that is the basic understanding of the role of ferritin in the body. And if you just look at that as the only role of ferritin in the body, it's easy to understand why most doctors don't really care whether it's all that high or low. They're just thinking it's the self-regulating protein that helps the body when you have an infection and helps store extra iron so that you don't end up with a lot of DNA damage and, you know, uh, damaging your cells. But what is overlooked and this is the we know this from you know the same physiological and biochemistry books that every medical doctor studies and every naturopathic doctor studies it's all in there that ferritin plays very important roles in actual physiology beyond just storing iron and protecting the body from the oxidative damage and acting as a sort of repository for iron when we have an infection When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking to you about some of these unique roles that ferritin plays in physiology. And this is exactly why the study we're going to be talking about was impressive, because we understood this. And the study took people that were low in ferritin, not low in iron, according to common standards, but were low in ferritin, supplemented them iron, boosted their ferritin levels and saw phenomenal outcomes. And we're going to explain the reasons why, and then we're going to back it up with the research and then help you understand how to evaluate and treat yourself and work with your doctor if you need to, to correct this issue and feel better. This is Dr. Kevin Facero with The Essentials of Healthy Living, and we're going to be back right after these words. Don't go anywhere. Solgar number seven can help you feel the difference. Solgar number seven actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number seven is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number seven help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number seven says yes. Solgar number seven. Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Are you under a lot of stress these days? Pressure from your job, personal life, politics. It can all take a serious toll on your health. 
but we can help. Village Green Apothecary can help you achieve a healthier lifestyle with our wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 50 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Want to save money on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other health care needs? Then visit Village Green Apothecary during our big summer sale. Now through July 15th, you'll save 30% on popular Pathway brand nutrition products, 25% on other supplements, and 20% on natural body care products. Visit us at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda or shop online at myvillagegreen.com. And be sure to catch our top-notch radio show, Essentials of Healthy Living, every Sunday at 10 a.m. here on 1500 a.m. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I'm your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. You can also catch us on the podcast, um, which is just the Essentials of Healthy Living podcast. It has all of our shows archived. You can pull it up on iTunes and any other place where you can get podcasts. A lot of really great information. Thank you, all the listeners that have been supporting us and listening all these years. It is really an, an honor and a privilege to be able to be here every other week with my co-host and bring you guys information related to health and wellness. Today is no exception. We're talking with Dr. Aaron Stokes, a naturopathic doctor and medical director at Megafood, which is a leading supplement company that makes whole food-based supplements. And we've been talking about iron as the topic of today's show. Um, I, and I was telling Dr. Stokes on the break, I mean, I've been doing the show for almost eight years, and I can't remember the last time we spent a whole show talking about Iron and then ferritin, which we were discussing in the last segment, and that's going to relate to some of the um, a new research study that was just released, which is really, really cool, that looked mainly at ferritin. So we talked about the role of iron and its ability to carry oxygen in the body and how important that is. Of course, we know that oxygen is what fuels the electron transport chain on our in our mitochondria. And it is that electron transport chain in the mitochondria that generates something called ATP. And ATP, folks, is the energy currency of your body. ATP is the compound that is serves as the fuel for every single basic mechanism and physiological reaction that happens within the cell. Without oxygen, we don't have any. And this is why we can't survive without oxygen. And this is why people with a true frank iron deficiency end up feeling so fatigued and exhausted is because that's one of the main signs of iron deficiency. And we're going to talk about other signs and symptoms of iron deficiency. But if your body can't get oxygen to the cells because it doesn't have enough iron to make enough hemoglobin, then the oxygen can't get to the mitochondria, can't participate in the electron transport chain, and you can't make ATP. And of course, oxygen plays many other roles in the body as well. Now, ferritin is a little bit once removed because ferritin isn't part of hemoglobin and isn't part of that oxygen-carrying capacity. We've established that we know it stores iron at times of infection, which is really important. Um, and it also acts as the storage form of iron so that we don't get oxidative damage to our cells. 
But we know that ferritin serves some other individual physiological roles in the body, aside from just it being related to iron. For example, ferritin plays a key role in the uh, transport of thyroid hormone into the cells. And we know that thyroid hormone is one of the key components. It is the key hormone that sets our body's metabolic rate. And that is the metabolic rate of every cell. So if your thyroid hormone isn't getting to your cells properly, it can manifest with a lot of symptoms. If it's not getting into your brain properly, you have brain fog. If it's not getting into your muscles properly, you could have mu properly, you could have muscle aches. If it's not getting into your GI cells properly, you could have constipation and slow bowel motility. If your immune cells aren't uh, getting stimulated with enough thyroid hormone, your immune system falls and you get sick easily. Any system of the body that isn't getting proper interaction with thyroid hormone is going to suffer in its metabolic capacity and it's going to manifest with symptoms. And ferritin plays a key role in helping to regulate the interaction of thyroid hormone with your cells. That's one of the reasons why somebody who is not anemic but has low ferritin may benefit from increasing their iron supplementation to boost their iron stores to better help their thyroid hormones work. And ferritin in and of itself is this very, very complex, unique protein structure that has this ability to store and release iron at any certain particular time. So think about it this way. I mean, this is how I explain it to my patients. Think about the iron in your blood as what's in your checking account and the iron that's stored in ferritin as what's in your savings account. Now, you may be able to pay your bills, right, and pay your mortgage and pay your electric bill and pay your cable bill and be able to write the check out of what's in the blood. But if your bank account is completely, your savings account is cashed out, if your ferritin levels are low, that is not a great situation because if your car breaks down and you need a little extra money because you got to go to a mechanic, you don't have anything to draw from. It's like living paycheck to paycheck if you have normal serum iron levels but no ferritin. So the body systems can't regulate properly because you need that rich ferritin store in order to be able to regulate some of these other physiological processes in the body that are necessary to feel good. And that's probably the main reason why you can have somebody that is not anemic, have low ferritin, give them iron, boost their ferritin, and see a significant improvement in their clinical symptoms. So Dr. Stokes, when we're talking about this aspect of like low iron from the standpoint of really not looking at anemia, what type of people you talked a little bit about it might be more at risk and what type of the, what are the type of common symptoms that we may see in a scenario like that? Thank you, Kevin. And I loved your analogy about the ferritin. You know, I, I think of it often in a similar way as ferritin kind of being your safety deposit box. So you call it your savings account. Um, where iron's stored in that non-toxic form, and it's just ready to go in where to the areas where it's needed. And it's important to have that so that we have that iron storage ready when we need it. So who is at risk of, with iron deficiency? We touched on this earlier, but it's a, it's a good one to review again. You know, we really look at menstruating women in particular, um, particularly those women who experience heavy menses. And I want to mention that perimenopause is a time that's often overlooked. You know, a lot of times there's more focus, as you know, on younger women and maybe women if they're looking at pregnancy, which is going to be our next group. Um, and as women get older, they might not be talking to their doctor about the fact that perhaps their menstrual cycles become shorter, heavier, 
you know, shorter meaning less time in between bleeding, heavier cycles. So we want to make sure we're looking out for those women. Pregnant women, very important. We know that iron demands increase during pregnancy naturally. So we want to look at pregnant women. We also want to consider the cumulative depletion that can happen with multiple pregnancies. So if she hasn't been tested, if she, have, if she hasn't had her ferritin levels looked at, she may have really um, depleted her stores and then some. Again, we're really focusing on women in this conversation. I love that you generally test all of your patients. Um, we want to make sure that we have that responsible testing because iron, there is kind of that window of iron that we want to have in the body. We don't have too much iron. Another population that can be at risk is blood donors. Uh, people that are donating blood regularly are, of course, going to have that blood loss and then it could be iron deficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the testing, I mean, that is a key step. We're going to be talking about sort of a research study that used, um, you know, a, a very, very uh, well-absorbed, gentle, effective iron supplement. I want people to understand that you should never take an iron supplement without having your blood levels checked first. And that includes both your serum iron levels and your ferritin levels, because our body went through this elaborate process to make sure that iron is properly regulated because of its oxidative potential and because of its you know, ability to feed microbial growth. So you don't want to ever take iron unless you know you have a need for it. And surprisingly, there are a fair amount of people that have iron excesses. They have a condition or some of the genetic markers, like myself, I'm from an Italian background. It's a very common genetic variation in people of Mediterranean descent, but you can see it all over the world. I have two of the four genetic alleles for hemochromatosis, which is a condition where you store too much iron and all of that ferritin builds up and the iron ends up getting deposited in your liver, in your uh, pancreas, in your neurological system, in your brain, and it can increase risks of diabetes and pancreatic problems and um, liver disease and dementia. Like You don't want that. Right. So I am a regular blood donor to regulate my ferritin and my iron levels because I store too much of it. So this iron supplement, if I'm feeling fatigued, I know enough about my unique physiology to know that my fatigue is not going to get solved by buying an over-the-counter iron supplement and taking it. Now, there's many people that are finding a a low ferritin level or an iron deficiency, even just a, a low ferritin. In a case where somebody's coming into you feeling run down and tired, again, particularly women because they lose blood every month and are not at higher risk for iron deficiency, finding that is like, I call it the low-lying fruit. It's the easiest thing to fix. It's like a solution that's just sitting right there and you are flabbergasted as a clinician how they've been to their primary 10 times and five other doctors and three chiropractors and two acupuncturists and, mm-hmm. you know, a, yeah. a, a spiritual healer and a nutritionist and gosh knows what else. And nobody's checked their ferritin levels. And it's so it's it's at 12, which we're going to talk about some levels is very, very low. And you give them iron supplements. And in four to six weeks, they're like, I feel so much better. And it's cheap and it's simple and it's easy. And all it took was proper evaluation of physiology to rule out a very common and what should be 
well-known nutrient deficiency that occurs in many, many people. Now, Dr. Stokes, other people that are at risk, certain people with digestive disorders that maybe don't absorb yeah. their iron very well are going to be at higher risk. We know that people that have had certain types of um, weight loss surgeries are at higher risk for nutrient deficiencies and are at high risk for iron deficiency. Um, some people that it's not a digestive disorder, but as we talked about a thyroid problem, having low thyroid uh, hormone can impede or slow down and decrease the effectiveness of your digestive system's ability to break down nutrients. So people who are hypothyroid can sometimes be at higher risk for iron deficiency. There's a million reasons why you could be at risk for being low or have too much. The reality is testing is the first step, getting a good CBC, getting a iron profile where it measures your body's serum iron, and then getting that ferritin level is hugely important in properly assessing. And Dr. Stokes, um, you know, I think what we're going to do is take a quick break. And when we come back for our third segment, I want to talk about this study because this study is going to help us understand and break down, like, what is a good ferritin level? Because the study yeah. defined the cutoff of which people were candidates to be included based on this level. And so let's give people real numbers so that you can literally, when we come back from the break, get out a pen and paper Write down these reference values because if you go to your doctor and get a ferritin test and you're below what we're telling you on these reference values, you're probably going to benefit from iron supplementation. And we're going to also, of course, talk about Megafood's amazing iron supplement, which I'm not saying because I'm trying to shill a product. I literally use this product every single day in my practice and I've been using it for 10 years and it is by far the most effective iron supplement I have ever used with patients. So when we come back from the break, we're going to be covering this really important information. Get a pen and paper, get ready to write down some facts. We're looking forward to talking to you in a few minutes. This is Dr. Kevin Passero. Don't go anywhere. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of FitFood, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of FitFood contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MC. CTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega-oils. 
The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Did you know at Village Green Apothecary, we offer everyday savings on top-quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. Today and every day, at Village Green, we care about our customers. We've been providing the best nutrition and healthy living products for over 50 years. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your fired-up host today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Don't forget to tune in next week when Dana Lake returns. Today we're talking about iron and ferritin and hopefully you're getting a basic education about this important but little known and little tested nutrient and how important and impactful it can be for your overall health and wellness we have on the phone with us today dr aaron stokes who is a naturopathic doctor and the medical director at megafood which makes in my opinion one of the best iron supplements on the market and we'll talk about why i feel that way because clinically iron can be a little bit difficult to deliver and it can be a little difficult for people to be compliant with based on a few issues that we're going to talk about. Now, the whole impetus sort of for this show, Dr. Stokes, has to do with a really, really cool study that just came out of the University of Maryland that used sort of an iron supplement and showed really amazing results. Can you give us some background? Let's get into the details of what this new human clinical trial research showed us. I would love to. I'm just so excited about this study that was done because I, like you, have seen Blood Builder help so many women over the years with their iron status and their symptoms. You know, we talked about the crucial role of iron in delivering oxygen and the consequence of low iron being, you know, fatigue, um, feeling lack of energy, unable to think clearly, and just not feeling like yourself. Often you can see people are are pale. They're not getting that oxygen delivery. So we um, are so delighted that the University of Maryland School of Medicine did a study to test the effects of blood builder on iron markers. And this was in a population of non-anemic iron deficient women. This is really important because we're really focused on iron deficiency being the most common nutrient deficiency in the world and focus on iron deficiency. So as you mentioned, the University of Maryland School of Medicine Center. And and just to interrupt, I'm sorry, that is so exciting because this population of non-anemic iron deficient women is what I see in my practice every single day, day in and day out, that need iron and feel so much better when they take it, but they don't have, quote unquote, anemia, so they don't ever get a recommendation for any type of iron supplement, and it's a huge missed opportunity to help people feel better. 
It is. It is. And I'm glad. Thanks for interrupting me, honestly, because I'm glad that we have this huge opportunity to improve lives here. And you're right. This is an issue where that women are being, this is being missed and women aren't getting the help that they need in terms of iron supplementation. So the women who would qualify to be part of the study were all premenopausal. So they were before menopause and they had low serum ferritin levels. So we've talked about serum ferritin on the show. And that was defined as less than 20 nanograms per liter. They had normal hemoglobin levels greater than 12. Mm-hmm. So those, that was part of the criteria for these women to be able to be part of this study. And 20 is an important number to write down because even if you get your doctor to run a serum ferritin, the lab reference ranges will vary depending on which lab they use. So one of the major labs that is used that I use around here, LabCorp, the low end cutoff for ferritin is actually 15. So while you know you may get a report back and the doctor may say, no, your ferritin levels were fine, they were at 17, 15 is the cutoff. One of the other labs I use, the, the low end of the cutoff is 10. So something doesn't get flagged until it's below 10. You know, this, the study criteria used 20, and I don't know, I haven't read the study in detail, but I'm guessing that there was some evaluation in assessing that below 20 was below optimal for ferritin. Yes, that's, that, is, that's, that is what the researchers, you know, determined based on their experience and knowledge around this. And yeah, that's right. So and understanding physiology. And please understand yeah. that we've talked about this before related to other conditions. The lab values, the ve- the reference ranges that the lab set are not necessarily always what is exactly right for each and every person being tested. You know, those are based on the population from young to old, men to women over a broad range of health conditions. And it's designed to be sort of this bell curve. And, and the low ends are the very edges of that bell curve. The, the flat areas all the way on the end, and they don't necessarily apply to optimal physiology. They may apply to frank deficiency. So saying and hearing that below 20 was the cutoff in the study and using that number as your guide based on this research does have some backing, and it's important to not just trust the reference ranges. Agreed. Great point. So the study was done for eight weeks, and that's one of the things that I think is really significant about this. Kevin, is that eight weeks is not a very long time. No, it's really not. In my opinion, to see a significant, statistically significant improvement. So what they did is they had a baseline assessment at week zero, basically, right at the beginning, um, had a blood draw and an interview. They took Megafood Blood Builder tablet one time a day, and that delivers 26 milligrams of iron. And many people have said over the years, I don't understand, you know, how this is such a low dose, but it could be so effective. And we didn't have the study to show that. We had hundreds of reports, thousands of reports really all over the country. But this is now we have a clinical study that showed this amount, 26 milligrams of iron. Of course, we have our food state iron, so it's a very unique delivery system. And then I think really important to note is that the women in the study kept the study diary. And so they were actively participating by saying when they took blood builder, 
They also noted any side effects. We know that side effects with iron supplementation in general are extremely common and that they can be a, a major barrier for women to actually take their iron supplements. And those, some of the side effects include nausea, constipation, vomiting, diarrhea. They were So we wanted to really make sure that we saw lab improvements without side effects. So they were asked to record side effects, and they were also asked to note their energy levels. The, their blood was drawn twice, so at week zero and, again, at week eight. And they did a follow-up assessment also at week eight. And so it was pretty amazing, the, the results we saw. When I first heard about this, I was literally jumping for joy because, again, I think eight weeks to see such a significant improvement was phenomenal. So serum ferritin increased from 13.9 to 21.1. So it went over that, that level of 20. Um, and that helped correct that deficiency state. We also saw moderate increases in hemoglobin. Now, remember, again, the hemoglobin levels were not as much a focus of the study, but there was moderate increase in hemoglobin. And total body iron stores also increased. These were all statistically significant increases because, of course, this was done through a widely reputed and local to you medical um, center at the University of Maryland School of Medicine. And really, I think of equal importance is that women felt better. They noted that their energy levels increased in eight weeks, that their fatigue decreased, and there were zero reports, no reports of adverse side effects that are so common generally with iron supplements. So we're just delighted, you know, we want to be part of the force that helps bring legitimacy to um, supplements mm -hmm. that are high quality, that are companies that are doing it right. right. And we're really proud of this supplement, Blood Builder. It's not called Iron Builder for a reason, because as you know, in addition to food state iron, it also has food state vitamin C. To potentiate absorption, it has food state folate, food state B12, and then beetroot, a traditional blood nourishing food that comes from our farm partner in Oregon, Salvage Island Farms. Mm -hmm. So it's a really comprehensive formula, and to have this validation through this clinical study is just so exciting for us, mainly because we feel like it, it helps us spread the word about this now clinically proven supplement to help with iron deficiency right. that is so prevalent. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a couple interesting aspects, particularly interesting aspects of the study from, from my perspective that, you know, I, I'd like to highlight. I mean, I think that any, there's a few differences and, and I'll explain what I'm going to say, you know, because I don't want to be taking the wrong way, but I mean, any, study that looked at human participants and iron levels and the people are given an iron supplement, uh, you know, you're probably going to see increases in iron levels. So that's not the part of the study that really sort of blows my mind. I think that the, the product is incredibly unique in a few aspects. One has to do with how low the dose is and the amount of change that we saw, because typically in order to affect a big change with an iron supplement, it's usually given in higher doses. 
And then number two, it's the lack of side effects. That's the huge piece of what highlights the effectiveness or the uniqueness of the product is that people tolerated it extremely well. And that is the one biggest roadblock to iron supplementation is poor tolerance. A lot of constipation, a lot of nausea, a lot of GI problems with traditional over-the-counter iron supplements that are typically recommended out of a doctor's office sold by a pharmacy. So that is what MegaFood has done incredibly well from the standpoint of formulating is developed a product that we know was effective, which is great. We do have the clinical data to show that it did raise the blood levels, but most and most importantly, it did it with ease on the person's digestive system, significantly increasing compliance and making it very easy for people to take. So that's very exciting. Now we have the product, right? Now we have to get through this piece of it that you know we sort of run into in our field where we understand a nutrient might be beneficial for a certain physiological process. B vitamins are good for the adrenal glands. Vitamin C is good for the immune system. But where is the data that shows us that people who take it actually have a noticeable difference? We know that if you take a B vitamin and measure blood levels, you'll see increased levels in the blood of that B vitamin. But what is the overall end outcome of health? And that right. is what the study hit a complete home run with, in my opinion. Here we did an assessment of non-anemic women with a low marker of ferritin below 20 gave them an iron supplement, which they measured its ability to raise the iron levels in the blood, raise the ferritin levels. And then the big part was, what was the difference for these women? Do you think the women really, really cared that their lab values changed? No. What they really they cared, cared about feel, is, exactly, yeah. is that they felt better. So now we can legitimately say there's a way to identify a need for an increased amount of a nutrient supplement. There's now the study shows that there is a very effective, gentle, low side effect nutrient we can implement that's effective in correcting the laboratory side. And then most importantly, we see the subjective outcomes on the actual human people that were taking it. Those are the three aspects of the study that make it incredibly unique and drive home its significance and its relevance and its importance. So when we come back from the break, Dr. Stokes, in our last segment, I want to cover a little bit about, um, you know, the, the, about Blood Builder and sort of why it is a little bit more effective and why it doesn't cause a lot of the side effects that are traditionally ex experienced with iron supplementation. Um, because I think that's a really important piece for people to know. And when I learned about this and then when I saw it work clinically, this is why Blood Builder is usually always my iron um, replacement product of choice in my practice with people. So don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to be finishing up this conversation and talking about the uniqueness of Blood Builder. This is Dr. Kevin Passero. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back right after these words. Solgar number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number no. 7 says yes. Solgar number no. 7. Available at Village Green Apothecary. 
New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Multivitamins. That's right, certified organic. Made with the highest quality standards. Uncooked, untreated, unadulterated. Non-GMO certified, vegan, and gluten-free. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBilarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. Help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBilarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProBilarti is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we've had a great show around the importance of ferritin and iron and iron supplementation and how to test for it and what levels to look for and um, all of these really cool stuff. This awesome new study that Dr. Stokes was just talking about um, in our last segment. Dr. Aaron Stokes is the medical director at Megafood and a registered naturopathic doctor in the state of California. Um, and we've really been having a great conversation in this segment. Like the study showed a lot of great outcomes and What's nice is there's probably not a lot of iron products on the market that actually have had a clinical human clinical trial like this that's been placebo controlled, and that's important. You know, we we always have a greater reliance and and um, uh, confidence in a product if it's gone through a fairly well designed human clinical trial. And Blood Builder just has showing its ability to raise the iron level, showing its ability to improve energy levels in women that are non anemic but have low ferritin levels. So really exciting stuff. Let's kind of break down the nuts and bolts because I've been using, and not that I'm the end-all be-all here, but I mean, I've been using Blood Builder in my practice for the last like 10 years exclusively as an iron supplement because I absolutely love the clinical results I get with it. And I was doing that before, obviously, this clinical trial came out because it just came out. So help us understand, Dr. Stokes, a little bit about like why something that's not a super high dose of iron can be so effective in a human body um, and why it's so unique, really, in the fact that it doesn't cause the common digestive problems that are associated with iron supplementation that can honestly be the huge roadblock as to why people won't take it. 
Yeah, so, you know, Blessel, there was the first mega food product that I learned about over 10 years ago myself. And as you said, started seeing really incredible results in my practice and also had a quite remarkable personal experience with blood builder. And I, I always think that personal stories are powerful. After the birth of my son, who's now almost 11, I had a, a really good experience with labor and delivery at a natural childbirth and um, felt strong and great. You know, throughout my pregnancy, I was taking blood builder, but I, I was really uh, iron deficient after the, the delivery. And my medical doctor really impressed upon me that I was going to need to be sure I was taking iron supplementation every single day to restore my levels. And when I came in for my checkup and had my blood work done, she was astounded at my at my levels and the improvement that I had had personally. And as you said, with the, the actual study that was done, even more importantly than what my numbers looked like, of course, I was very happy with that, was the fact that I could steadily feel my energy coming back. And I was feeling like myself again after really going quite low um, in terms of, you know, I was just fatigued, not to mention everything of being a new parent and up in the middle of the night, you can compound that with iron deficiency. It's a pretty intense road. So um, I had a really powerful personal experience with it in addition to um, all of the, the women all over the country that I've had the opportunity to talk with and see improvement with. So what what makes this unique? Uh, it's a very unique formula. As I like to say, we don't call it iron builder because iron builder might just imply that it was only iron. This is called blood builder because it re- there was really a synergistic blend here. Starting with the iron, it's all about the delivery system. And that's what I often say for people when they're trying to understand mega foods, unique process. You know, we have our, our own slow food process that we do in-house at our facility up in New Hampshire. Um, and, you, and you can watch it live. You can go to our website and go to our live facility cams and you can watch your supplements being made today, right now. Um, you could watch blood builder being made if it was being made today. And I don't know if it's on the schedule today, but uh, iron is the delivery system. And so it is delivered with Saccharomyces cerevisiae. Um, and this is a health promoting yeast that's been used for years. I've actually done some research into the history of Saccharomyces cerevisiae. And it's very different from other yeast. Um, and it's a great delivery system for organically bound minerals. And so our iron is delivered with Saccharomyces cerevisiae, and then we have other nutrients in the blend, such as vitamin C. And then in keeping with our commitment to farm fresh foods, Kevin, and incorporating whole foods into our products and these real foods that come from our farm partners, we have beetroot. And as you know, beetroot is a traditional blood-nourishing food. Its use goes back centuries, and our beetroot comes to us from our partner's Salvish Island Farm in Oregon. So we incorporate this blood-nourishing food along with our unique delivery system and our unique blend, and I think that's really what sets this supplement apart from the rest. Yeah, I think that those are huge components as to its effectiveness and 
and why it works. I mean, you know, cool things about mega food products are all certified gluten-free. They're all independently tested for any pesticide or herbicide residues. They're all soy-free. They're all dairy-free. They utilize food-based ingredients that are farm fresh, like you just talked about. They're kosher. They're guaranteed to be part of, um, they're part of the non-GMO project, verified, um, and they're all vegan. So, I mean, they fit like every criteria for even the most sensitive or, um, you know, whatever, discerning people that have specific dietary restrictions. I mean, in my experience, the food state vitamins oftentimes offer better absorption. And for some people, this um, this is a huge factor. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, not every single prescription of a nutrient I make is a mega food nutrient in, in my practice. But there are certain things that seem to work pretty well. I first noticed it in working with um, fem female patients that became pregnant, and I would recommend a multivitamin, and I might recommend just a, a really high-quality nutraceutical-grade multivitamin with you know high doses of different vitamins. And because women's stomachs are so sensitive during pregnancy, um, you know, some women would just get so nauseous and they couldn't tolerate it. And so I tried them on food-based vitamins, and they could take them with out a problem. The mega food prenatals, no up GI upset, no problems at all. And I believe that's the same thing going on here with iron. Here we have a nutrient that typically causes, even in healthy individuals with a well-functioning digestive tract, a high amount of GI symptomology, including primarily constipation, nausea, GI cramping, and makes it very intolerable. A lot of women say, yeah, I know I'm anemic, but I, doc, I can't take the iron supplements. They just tear up my stomach. And I say, well, you haven't tried the right one. And now here we have this product that doesn't just have the synergistic components that improve iron's absorption and, you know, contribute to the aspects of the positive roles of iron in the body, but it's it's delivered in this unique sort of patented way that Megafood has pioneered over the many years that they've been in business that allows it to be delivered in the form that to the body looks like a food. So it looks like something that our body is used to absorbing from, and it seems to significantly reduce the amount of digestive upset. The study, I think you said, only used one tablet a day. I sometimes dose it at double or triple the dose, depending on what the patient needs, again, with basically zero digestive problems. So a really, really great product. I encourage everybody to check it out. Hopefully, we've got you interested in the topic after today's show. Dr. Stokes, thank you so much for being a guest. Any last words to wrap things up? Yes, I'd love to say one last thing is that we've discovered that up to 40% of adults actually have a hard time swallowing tablets. So this isn't just an issue with kids. And to that end, we've discovered that we want to have a new blend and we have our new blend to introduce blood filler minis. So now you can use the same clinically proven formula. It's just two tablets a day instead of one and they're tiny, tiny right. so that That's great. we can make sure that, um, serve those women out there that might have a difficult time swallowing power. Yeah, and a lot of people do have trouble with that. So that was a great, another great innovation by Megafood to allow their product to be used by more people. So that wraps up our time for today. Dr. Stokes, again, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us and sharing this great information. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you so much. I'm Dr. Kevin Passero with The Essentials of Healthy Living. We appreciate everybody tuning in and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Everybody be well. Take care.
Did you know at Village Green Apothecary, we offer everyday savings on top quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. Today and every day at Village Green, we care about our customers. We've been providing the best nutrition and healthy living products for over 50 years. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415. West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.